Hey, Batty, surprise. We're going to do a bonus episode this week, uh, and then I'll be back next week with another full episode. But I wanted to run the one that Heidi recorded about Libras and indefensive Libras from two or three weeks ago. I truly don't know what time is anymore, but I wanted to run it because um, she recorded it, and she did it when I wasn't feeling well that week. And I just think she's so funny, and she's such a good friend of mine. And, uh, you know, she's one of the badmins for the Facebook group. So, yeah, I thought it'd be fun to just do, like, a fun surprise bonus episode this week. And then we'll get back to whatever I have to ramble about next week. Also, Heidi has a podcast of her own. It's going to be called Pick a Hill. It'll be debuting very soon. And ba- I love the concept so much. I love the name. But basically, it's that she is going to be, like, arguing something every week that she would – that's, like, her hill to die on. It's so funny. It's so clever. Pick a Hill is such a good name for a podcast. Like, I can't get over it. Anyway, also today is the first day of Mercury in retrograde, Mercury going retrograde, Mercury retrograde. So I did a little question, uh, question and answer. That's not true. I posted a question in the Facebook group to see if people would want a video about Mercury retrograde and it was an overwhelming yes. So I recorded one yesterday. Did I say a video or a I recorded a video. Uh, it was, everyone said yes. So I recorded a video, put it up on YouTube today. So in the episode notes, you can find the link to that episode. It, uh, is basically pretty similar to the podcast episode. It's just a refresher plus some visual aids because, you know, on YouTube, I can actually show you all the wild hand motions I'm doing when I'm talking to you all the time. Uh, so yeah, I'll put that in the episode notes. And also if you haven't checked it out yet, please check out the candle spell video, the spell candle video. It's a haul. And it's also like my complete front to back, how I do candle magic and all the things that I use and how I put my intentions in my candles. And when I write things down, all of that stuff. So, um, yeah, if you watch the, Mercury Retrograde video, it will pop up at the end and you can click right to that one too. So please, please check those out. I would love to get those to like get pushed out in the YouTube algorithm. And so the more views and likes and comments they have, the further it goes. And then YouTube will be a stunning success. And then I can quit Instagram. Everything will be so groovy. But yeah, I'm wishing all of you a very happy, safe, I was going to say sexy Mercury Retrograde, but yeah, you know, a happy, safe, and sexy Mercury Retrograde. I hope it doesn't kick any of our butts too much. I hope that it's a prosperous time, that if things come to a head, it's because they're really about resolution and healing. And we will check in next week because we have three full weeks of this since it ends on election day in the U.S., which is just coo coo bananas time. So I will talk to you all next week. Love you all. Blessed be and goodbye. Hey, baddies. Um, so, <laughs> as you can probably tell, this is not Mickey. Um, this is Heidi. Um, you're probably like, oh my God, who is Heidi? Um, well, Heidi is your guest uh, podcaster for this episode. Um, doing, a little, doing a little takeover, because that's what I do. That's what I does. It's absolutely not what I do or what I does. I don't know. I'm just being weird. Um, disclaimer, I live in a loud-ass neighborhood. I'm doing the best I can to um, <laughs> to shield the sounds, but um, it's likely that you will hear passersby, whether it be on foot or in a vehicle. Um, might even hear the ambulance if we're lucky. Um, that's how I say ambulance and bougie. Um, and you probably will hear my dog um, lick himself at some point because he's real rude and real loud. Um, so yeah, this is the Bad Witch Podcast. Uh, I'm Heidi. 
Um, let's see, who am I? As a southerner turned east coaster, uh, turned west coaster now in LA. Um, former professional social media user, meaning I actually use social media for a living. Um, a witchy dabbler, aspiring writer, um, perpetual warrior, not a warrior, but I worry, I worry about everything. Constantly worried. Keeps me thin. JK, I'm not thin. Um, horror lover, love all things creepy, um, habitual line stepper. Um, step in lines is literally one of my favorite pastimes. Um, a friend's truther. Uh, don't know what that means. I, I mean, I guess just the truth about friends that's a terrible show. Um, a very old acting millennial. <laughs> uh, it's embarrassing, actually. Um, and most importantly, or is it most important? Well, most important, I guess, rele most relevant um, to this podcast. I'm actually one of the bad witch group of uh, bad men's. So, hello. Um, I can't guarantee that this is going to be the same quality, you know, the same caliber as an episode that Mickey would have given you. But what I can guarantee is it's going to be an episode. Um, so, here we go. Um, I'm still, I would consider myself still be like a baby witch, but I am very like mystic to my core. Like I've always been into um, mystic things. I've always been into, like I said before, kind of like creepy shit, spooky shit. Um, just very into that more like hashtag more spiritual than religious. Yeah, that's me. Um, don't tell my granny though. Um, I, <laughs> I think it's interesting. Um, I used to work in podcasts, podcast startups, and they love all that, like, you know, team building and like personality types and what's your Myers-Briggs? Deadass didn't know my Myers-Briggs until 2020. Um, I knew my placements. I knew my sun sign, moon sign, rising, uh, my Venus. I knew all that shit before I knew what my Myers-Briggs type was and I'm okay with that. So yeah, I wouldn't say that I'm not out here like, you know, like, um, being a bippity-boppity bad bitch, you know, like out here just like, you know, casting spells left and right. But you know, she got her crystals, she got her decks, she lights her candles. Currently I have a candle lit right now um, and some crystals on my little bedside altar, you know, cause she's trying to get a new job. Um, but yeah, just very much into that again, would not, I'm not a full fledged witch there, I'm not yet. You know, I'm talking about witch training wheels on, so to speak. Um, does that make me qualified to host a podcast? episode? I don't know. Am I going to do it? Yes. So <laughs> I'm really fighting not to talk about, cause it's just not about that. I really not fighting not to talk about this debate that just happened tonight. Um, Oh, it's so hard. All I can say is whew, this man that we have been convinced that we've been gaslit into believing is the president. He wild. He real wild. It was literally like trying to watch a third grade teacher like wrangle in a classroom full of bad kids only there's just one bad there's two kids in the classroom one is hella bad and the other one's just like help like it literally reminded me of that scene from uh clueless where they're having the debate and shares going on and on about like haiti which actually is very relevant about like immigrants being able to come in and she's super like yeah let's just like rearrange some things like it does not say rsvp on the statue of liberty and amber looks over at her like what the fuck like if she can't like do her assignment i can't do mine it's very that 
back in the day, I was like, yeah, that's right. Like, Cher, you're making great points. But as an adult, I'm just like, Cher, what the fuck? Like, stay on topic. Um, she did not. And basically, that was that's what tonight was like. Um, it was wild. It was ridiculous. I look forward to um, Kamala strapping up her Tims next week and curb stomping the shit out of Pence. It's going to be wonderful. His wife's going to be sitting in the audience sweating bullets because, you know, a woman without a male escort is going to be so close to her husband. It's going to be wonderful. Look forward to it. I hope it's a bit more coherent. I think it'll be a little less rude um, and disruptive. We shall see. But anyway, getting back on topic to the real reason that we're here. It's Libra season. Pause for like a collective sigh. Oh no, something just happened. I hit my headphones and then all of a sudden I couldn't hear anything anymore. Um, yeah, it's Libra season. And it's my favorite season. Spoiler alert, because I was born, I'm a Libra. I was born in Libra season. Um, and with Libra season comes fall. And all the wonderful things about fall, like cuffing season, which I don't know, has that been put on hold this year? Not sure. Layering, although now that I'm in LA, we don't layer a lot. Um, seriously, we don't get to layer like much of anything. It was in the 100 degree range, maybe three weeks ago. Um, so I guess you could layer sweat on top of sweat. There you go, boom. Uh, <laughs> bitches sipping pumpkin spice lattes is also a staple of fall. And Libra slander. It's a it's a national pastime, you know, once <laughs> the end of September rolls around. You know, Libra let me let me not say that. Libra slander is honestly it's acceptable year round. Or it happens, it occurs year round, but it really ramps up <laughs> in September, um, when our season hits. And if you let the streets tell it, you know, they'll say we're shallow, you know, we're messy bitches who live for drama, like we're just goofy ass. You know what? The streets is right. We're all those things, but we're a lot more than that. And that's what we're here to talk about today. You know, um, we're here to talk about the fact that like every sign, there's good and bad when it comes to Libra. I'm not going to go into like breaking down like, oh, like what's the element, all that. We're not going to do all that because we're bad witches. Okay. That extends to everything. Um, and I may be, you know, a baby witch, but that don't mean I can't be a bad baby witch, okay? So I'm not gonna go into all that. Instead, just kinda gonna present to you kinda like the good things about Libras, the bad things about Libras, my opinions on that, and then a fun little, a fun little Q&A with myself at the end. That's the most COVID quarantine shit, is just like a one person Q&A, but we gonna do it, let's go, let's get it, Room. I'm over here miming, putting the car into um into drive. Is it drive? Drive. That's what goes forward. Anywho. All right. So here we go. So <laughs> I made a chart. I love charts. I've been super into making charts and spreadsheets and um just making documents for super unnecessary things since I've been quarantined. So like my shopping list. You'd think that I'm a project manager over here and it's literally just me like, okay, I need to get this and it's in this part of the store and let's see, what's the breakdown? Hmm, if it's got like this many ounces in that and I'm going to use this many ounces per serving and I want it to last for two weeks. I've been doing that. I have nothing else to do so I'm crunching personal data and it's wonderful. Probably going to hear my dog licking himself because he's over there going to town. Um, so yeah, back on track. The good. So... 
Mm-hmm. Let's see. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna try to present this. I'm trying to do it in a way that's like I like to be able to you know be like oh here's one side of it and here's the opposing side. I think that's a little bit better than rattling off lists. So I'm gonna present to you some good traits of Libras, and then kind of on the flip side of that, because I feel like it's the same for every sign. Like kind of the good traits are always just one side of the coin, and the bad traits are on the other side. You know they they tend to occur you know, in tandem with each other, if you will. And I hope you will. So, uh, we are known for being diplomatic and fair. On the flip side, though, ooh, it can be seen as, or, you know, for for the unevolved Libra, we can be super indecisive and non-confrontational. Good, another good. Very social, very friendly. However, other flip side of the coin, unreliable and disloyal. <laughs> Sounds bad. Um, clever and quick-witted. Good. Bad, <laughs> devious and vindictive. <laughs> this is true. Um, and I, I did, obviously I did some research. I'm aware of a lot of these things because I've either felt this way or... <laughs> been like told that this is something people picked up from me so I went through like you know trying to think of some of the traits that I personally this is it's objective and a little subjective just some of the things that I personally think that like yeah for most of the people I know that are Libras me like I'm a Libra Libras I've dealt with this kind of is the case um and most people I know that are Libras yes I know a lot of Libras I'm a Libra my mother's a Libra her mother's a Libra and her mother is a Libra <laughs> yes um, anyway, going back to that. So, on the good side, we're very creative and we're very into aesthetics, things that are visually pleasing. However, that can come off as vain or superficial. Oh, it's not nice. Um, good, idealistic, and optimistic. Bad, seem very gullible and goofy. Gullible and goofy, I feel like that's the one like I hear a lot at least um, in terms of us. Um, oh, that's my dog, Brookies. Don't be that way. Don't be that way. Oh my God, he's just staring at me. Fun fact, my birthday is my dog's half birthday and vice versa. Oh my God, that's my dog in the back. I don't know, this isn't gonna ruin it. This is life, this is whatever. We in quarantine time, sometimes dogs lick themselves and whine in the background, back on track, me. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Mick. You don't deserve this. Good. We're intuitive. Now, this is one that I definitely, I agree with or I identify with. I think we are very intuitive. The flip side, insecure. I'm going to come back to to that. Um, I think well, I'm going to come back to quite a few of these, but just keep that in mind. Intuitive, flip side, insecure. Because that's, insecurity is something that tends to come up um, along with being like, oh, Libras are kind of superficial or they're kind of like, you know, like goofy or like gullible, that comes up. Good, we're cautious people, you know, we think things through, <laughs> uh, which I think kind of goes like hand in hand with being diplomatic um, and clever, but very cautious people. Flip side, that can come off as very calculating. Ooh. Um, and then lastly, very spontaneous. Like, I mean, we're fun people, in general, very fun people, very spontaneous. Sometimes though, that can come off as unpredictable so I guess like it's a <laughs> this is the most Libra thing I can think of right now is like to 
See, told y'all, told y'all, passers-by. I don't know, it could be a car. It could be a motorcycle. Could be, could be not. Who's to say? Just quoted one of my favorite movies. Won't mention the title, because it's a bummer. Um, so, one of the most Libra things I could do is I'm just gonna argue this. Like, we're the scales. Libra's the scales. We're all about that justice. Um, you know, that, that's just how we is, what we do. So, being very diplomatic and fair, it really makes sense that some people can see that as us being indecisive and non-confrontational. Because, <laughs> um, and honestly, it sometimes it is just being like indecisive or sometimes it's like non-confrontational. And it can be a good thing to be non-confrontational, but <laughs> a lot of people, they just really, a lot of people operate in extremes. Um, a lot of people operate in absolutes. I do, I feel like, as a Libra, I guess I'll say personally, I don't feel like I tend to operate in absolutes so much um, in the sense that like I I don't know everything. I haven't experienced everything. Um, there are some things that I just, you know, feel like I have like core beliefs that I'm like, oh, those are probably not likely to change. But there are other things that I basically just go off of the information that's given to me. I'm diplomatic. I'm fair. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't, it can come off as being indecisive when you're pre when I'm presenting with you know new information. And I'm like, oh, that kind of alters like what I think, or it. I feel like it typically manifests in confrontations between other people, um, whether people realize it or not. I feel like as a Libra, I get pulled into a lot of other people's things, and it probably is because I will sit there and like go back and forth and pro and con it all day long. I love a good pros and cons list. Love it. Um, However, people love how diplomatic you can be. In my experience, people love how diplomatic you can be when it benefits them or when when you're like, you know, the decision you come to, you know, the conclusion you come to is in their favor. When it's not in their favor or when it's just like, honestly, it's a draw. Like, there are no bad guys in this. There are no good guys in this. Like, everybody's wrong or everybody's right. That's when people tend to like, that's when I feel like the most people are like, ah, it's indecisive or like scared of confrontation. Ain't nobody scared of confrontation. Who is confrontation? Is she going to check me? I don't think so. There's a difference between not liking it. Don't know what that one was. Not liking something or like not like actively wanting to be involved in confrontation and being non-confrontational. I I mean, I can only speak for myself and the, all the Libra women in my family. We're definitely not non-confrontational. We just like know when to pick our battles, which I think, again, plays into the fair thing. Moving on. So going back to the social friendly aspect, I'd say this is probably, it's weird enough. This is one of the, the, the traits that I definitely felt this way when I was, um, you know, younger. I'm in my 30s now. Definitely felt this way when I was younger. Um like was like I'm a social butterfly yes I love meeting people I was one of those people that said I'm a people person I would say that non ironically you can go ahead and judge you can go ahead and judge um <laughs> and again I feel like this there's almost like a specific application to the bad the flip bad side of this which is that we're unreliable or disloyal I feel like that typically tends to be said in in romantic situations so Libra's oh sorry guys uh, I feel like the best way to put it is like, you know, a lot of times being friendly, being very friendly or being very open to being social, being outgoing and all of that can come off as seeing it for everybody. And in a, in a platonic situation, 
Some of your friends might not like it that you're friends with people they don't like. It's whatever. But in a romantic situation, it can definitely breed a bit of like, oh, like, you know, just like tension when like your partner feels like you see it for everybody. Like it can come off as like disloyal. Like, why are you entertaining people? And it's like, oh, no, not entertaining in any sort of, you know, like nefarious, like shady way. Literally just being too damn friendly. And I... It's not that, it's not that we, or I, I mean, I guess I could speak generally. That's weird for whatever. I'm going to be a bod witch and speak in general. It's not that we don't realize how that might, like, it's not that we are clueless in any way of like how some of these things can come off. It's just more so that like, we are natural, like not people pleasers, but we like harmony. I don't think there's anything wrong with liking harmony. We like harmony and... Like, and just really dislike um, silence. I don't like, not silence, but like pregnant pauses, like awkward silences and conversations, things like that. Oh, there he goes. We really dislike those things. Um, oh my gosh, hold on a second. No. I'm back. Okay. So, I <laughs> don't know why I just clapped. So yeah, we really dislike, um, like, we don't like like that kind of like awkward like tension stuff like that it's just we like things to like be harmonious feel harmonious and a lot of times just being friendly and like fostering like oh a friendly environment is a really great way to kind of offset that granted i understand why we are that way sometimes i also can understand how that can come off to other people who have no there are plenty of people who have no problem with like let there be an awkward silence let there be a pregnant pause let that pause go into labor i don't care um i would love to be one of those people i'm not there yet so in some situations i am you know just you know i'm a bit <laughs> even i know that like i'm just a bit like too eager to like want to feel the silence or like oh let's like take the awkwardness like out of the situation and it can seem like you're like unnecessary you're being overly friendly or unnecessarily like entertaining like people who you really have no interest in not sure if I'm explaining this well, but oh well. Um, I feel like the rest are pretty self-explanatory, you know. Being super into aesthetics, how that can come off as being vain or superficial. Which honestly, vanity, being superficial, what more do you expect from the sign that is ruled by Venus? What do you expect? Okay? It's the goddess of beauty and such. What do you expect? Um, and... <laughs> The, I guess the two that I'll really kind of hone in, like, these will be the last two, you know, kind of move on to fun things, funner things, that's the word, um, is being clever and quick-witted. So, let's go through the list, you know, some of the, some of the you know, pros are, oh, we're idealistic and optimistic, and I'm like, oh, we're friendly, but then some of the cons are like, oh, we come off as, like, devious or vindictive, but also gullible and goofy. Yeah, it's because we're not necessarily devious and vindictive or gullible and goofy. That's just how we come off. And it's <laughs> it's because, of, like, of everything else about us. So, okay, you know, we are clever and quick-witted. Although I have heard that some people do think that Libras come off a little, like, ditzy, like a little, like, goofy, like, not that smart. I'll be honest, I've definitely downplayed, like, things because... In certain situations, there's nothing worse you can do or be than, like, intelligent. Like, have, like, an intel... Like, sometimes you just gotta, like... You just gotta meet the situation, meet the moment with some stupidity. Like, that's just the, that's just the only way to get through it. 
And it's not necessarily like a dumbing down for anyone or for anything. It's just I feel like Libras have an innate understanding of like certain situations call for certain things and for for the situation to go smoothly. And we prefer for things to go smoothly. If, if things have to go a little unsmoothly, that's fine. But if going smoothly is an option and things are going to be okay and cool, why wouldn't you want to do that? Like if you can, if so you can get to the end of a situation without friction, why wouldn't you do it? So like, at least for me, like that's, you know, a lot of times, yeah, I'm not as like quick witted or clever with the comeback as I could be with things. Cause I'm just like, nah, it's fine. Like I just would rather not let it like pass. And it might seem like, oh, you're just like avoiding confrontation or you too goofy to like, are you too like stupid to like realize? No, I realized it. It just really wasn't worth the effort. Yeah. Like sometimes it's just really not worth the effort if the outcome is just going to be more like turmoil and ridiculousness anyway so um <laughs> libra if, the, if there's one thing that i think really defines libras is that oh we can forgive but we do not forget that's where that whole like being devious and vindictive and calculating when the kind of like the thing on the surface is that oh we're this like like we're these like friendly kind of like goofy like people whatever it can seem very weird and it can seem almost kind of like like f fake or like disingenuous or like oh this is like a two-faced like something when we can also turn around and be devious and like vindictive i mean like there there's a there's a level of duplicity there but i think it makes sense because again we're not necessarily a lot of times like we do the things we do because it's just like just to preserve the peace of the situation we are peace lovers at the end of the day like i said though like when it calls for it we won't do that and that's when people will see the devious or vindictive side i can be very very vindictive i'm not going to incriminate myself on this here podcast but i can be and I wouldn't say that like the the calculating part comes into that. It's just that like if like I'll take a lot from like people if it's like okay I can handle it. But when I feel like someone's gone too far, and I'm like okay you're you're giving me more than I would like to handle at this point. That's when it's just like okay yeah no like I don't I'm not just gonna be like nice for the sake of being nice. I'm not just gonna go with it. I will respond in kind and be a little dick. Like I can be, I can be a dick. I prefer not to be. I would prefer not to be like that that's the default is not to be but it but we, i can go there and i feel like for people that know like uh that know libras oh my gosh and i'll give the perfect example of the perfect libra who just i feel like <laughs> embodies this to like everyone knows um and as much as i'm not oh my god brooklyn calm down stop So, sorry. Um, I think there there are two Libras I really embody. This. I feel like I feel like people like one more than the other, um, but they both kind of. Oh my God! What is he doing? Oh, he's licking a dresser. Oh, Brooklyn, stop! Okay, I had to, I had to get my child in line. My four-legged child. Sorry about that. And Brooklyn's also a bad witch. Um, but, um, I would say like, oh, she's going to have to do some like 
editing and some cutting out. <laughs> this is Mickey we're talking about. She ain't gonna do that. Um, <laughs> she ain't gonna do that at all. Uh, but yeah, two people, they're two famous Libras that we all know who I, I think are like perfect embodiments of this. They seem like, oh, so carefree and like fun loving, but they can just switch on a dime like that. And it's because if they're like me, it was just never worth it. It's It was never worth it to put your foot down or it's never worth it to, you know, cause a scene or it's never worth it to be like, you know what, this is like, this is what I think, like, it's never worth it until it is worth it. Um, and I do think that like, <laughs> I feel like, I don't know if one of them, I don't think people would call one of them devious and vindictive or calculating, but they definitely call the other one that, but like the, you, the sharp tongue and like the quick wit and how clever it comes out with, it can come out with like both of them. And that's Cardi B <laughs> and Kim Kardashian. They are both Libras. And I feel like I'm hoping that some light bulbs are going off. How like, yes, these are, oh God, did I just, did I just make a case for Kim Kardashian being like, like justifying how she is as a person? My bad. It was unintentional. But I, a lot of times like, she can come off like very like aloof and like super like, oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, she definitely comes off as like very, you know, superficial and vain. Um, like, oh, like non-confrontational. She comes off as like a lot of those things. Just like she can come off as like the worst stereotype of a Libra. But I feel like it's because um, she's probably tried to do all the things in the good college. She's probably tried to be diplomatic. She probably tried to be friendly. Um, you know, I definitely, I'd say she's someone who's like probably idealistic and optimistic. Um, I do think that she, I think she has a level of like, um, like of intuitive, like an intuitive nature to her. Very cautious, like guarded, like person. Um, so I feel like once all of like, once the, the go-tos, the, you know, the like places you'd rather go to, there's nothing like that's not working. Then you have to like fall back on the other stuff and I feel like a lot of times especially with celebrities you tend to like no one cares no one's paying attention when you know they're just like at stasis like you know when they're just oh, like themselves like at rest just being like whatever cool chill in the cut <laughs> it's when they pop the fuck off is when people pay attention to it um I think those two are like perfect representations of Libra's asterisk asterisk women Libra's Leavers who are women. Men, honestly, take everything I said and throw it out the window. They just, they ain't shit. They ain't shit over here. They ain't shit over there. They ain't shit in a tree. They ain't shit on their knee. Doesn't matter if they're an Aries. Doesn't matter if they're Capricorn, Aquarius, Pisces, Aries. Come on, y'all know that sign, song. That uh, song, Signs by Beyonce. It's great. Um, Dangerously in Love album. They, it doesn't matter what they are. Like, it's... It, Men are the exception to, <laughs> to all of these, and especially Libra men. This seems very um, hypocritical, come from a Libra woman who clearly has feelings about all the Libra slander. But when it comes to Libra men, it's typically right. I'm gonna be honest, it's typically right. Um, sorry, it just is. Brooklyn, stop! Stop! Um, 
think Brooklyn is a Libra, man. My dog's name is Brooklyn. He's not getting attention, so he feels a way about it. Anyway, I feel like I've rambled long enough for that. Libras are complicated. We're not as shallow or <laughs> as vain as we come off. Like, honestly, it's just, I think it's a lot of people just misreading, like, the, it's, it's, it's two things. It's sometimes us, like, you know, falling back on the the more unevolved aspects of our um of our sign and other times i think it's just people misinterpreting um misinterpreting what we say because if you come off as very like oh optimistic and like fun loving and friendly and whatever in the good column we have clever and quick-witted but when people like see that like for whatever reason like mm, people want to just kind of keep things separate it's just like oh if you're like a friendly fun like you know person who's super like you know like upbeat and all that like you you can't have like a, a quick like remark like you can't be like sarcastic for whatever reason that makes you seem like duplicitous in a in a bad way no don't think it is just think people people have layers much like onions and parfaits people got layers um and so like a lot of times just we have so many more like aspects to us then people realize because you know every sign kind of gets reduced to those like those traits that float to the top the easiest ones to like see that float to the top um that like when the more like complex parts that come out even if they're good if they're in any way not contradict but if they aren't fully in line with a lot of the other like this is the box like this is your like Taurus box your Libra box like they in any way conflict with that then it's just like oh this is it's like it can be like read as negative. So if you're, <laughs> if you are someone who seems very like open and friendly and fair, but then you like it come like for whatever reason you're put in a situation where you do have to be cautious and your more cautious skeptical side comes out, it can make you seem like, oh, what like well, this person seems kind of like calculating or like untrustworthy. It's not that at all. Like it's really not that at all. It's just that like up until that point, we haven't had like, you know, we or I haven't had a need to activate like this other like aspect of myself and so it's not even necessarily doing it from like a negative place it can just come off that way I am rambling this is great who needs therapy all right so <laughs> uh I don't know if there's really much else to say I don't think there's much else to say about that honestly we're just as complex as everybody else uh we can be good we can be bad like everybody else um but i do think that like every person i feel like i was like i want to make a case for libras and then i just rambled we're ramblers we like to talk we're communicators sue me um please don't i'm unemployed but <laughs> um <laughs> i am and i'm laughing because it's sad um i feel like even though i'm unemployed and collecting them little unemployment checks i'm still gonna end up paying more in taxes at the end of the year than they president anyway um, <laughs> i said it that's that like that i don't know if i made like, like made the case for like libras but we are dope you know we are we're special we are a very good sign to have in your corner um because we love being right we love facts i mean you put together being intuitive being clever 
and being diplomatic. Come on now. Like those are the ingredients for a wonderful lawyer. Bam. That's probably why we're at the scales. Justice. Actually, we're the only inanimate sign in the Zodiac. So we really are special. We really aren't like the rest of you hoes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Y'all aren't hoes. I'm a hoe. Anywho. Moving on. Okay, I don't know. Is it like, uh, am I just too close? Am I too close? I don't know. All right. <laughs> Let's roll out. Okay. So now, I had actually floated this idea past, uh, um, hey, hey, ho. And she was like, girl, whatever. That's cool. Like, dude, our signs are opposite each other. And honestly, <laughs> It makes for some very interesting conversations. Um, but I am going to do a Q&A with myself. So basically, I just found this random question generator. And so it's just like, well, I could, you know, I probably did an abysmal job, like trying to actually in a structured way, which <laughs> structure on this podcast in this economy. Okay. Um trying to do like a structured presentation of, of, you know, Libra, but it's like, you know what, let me show you better than I can tell you. I'm just going to answer some random questions I found from this question generator. There was some random things on there. Like there was one about like hot dog toppings and I was like, Oh, okay. You know, bold of you to assume I eat hot dogs. <laughs> I do not. Um, so yeah, 20 questions for me. So I'm a Libra. I'm going to answer these 20 questions. Who knows, there might be more insight to, to glean from this than from the last um, 525,600 minutes that I've just spent trying to tell you about the good, the bad, and the we're never ugly of Libras. Anyway, moving on. They coming for me. Oh, they speeding. Oh, lights. Oh, it's a real call. Sometimes they just be doing that to like beat the light and to let, or like to weave in and out of traffic, but it's a real call. All right, so, that was loud, I was scratching back. This is 20 questions, all right. Um, I literally, I just picked them. I hadn't actually stopped to sit down and think about these, so. Ooh, we just, just, we gonna try to get through this. <laughs> If it gets to be too much, we might stop at 10. Who knows? All right, let's go. 20 questions with a Libra. That's me. Okay, so what's my favorite color? I don't really have a single favorite color, but um, I say when push comes to shove, I always bet on black. I have a lot of black clothing. I have a lot of black like things in my apartment. I tend to like black and gray. Like black and gray. Action. Quick anecdote. Um, I remember reading somewhere that Steve Jobs said that he he had his little like blue jeans, New Balance, black turtleneck uniform because he, you know, read somewhere that wearing the same thing every day, like not having to get up and make that choice. <laughs> Somehow it was a skill, it was like a productivity like 
exercise to just like streamline your wardrobe so you don't have to worry about trying to put together an outfit every day cool um I didn't go that far but I did um I used to live in New York and I did for the last couple of years that I was there I decided to my entire wardrobe I didn't have any color in um, my wardrobe aside from like shit that I'd work out in or like you know just like my pajamas things like that but what I wore outside the house all my jackets everything was black white or gray that's it that's all I wore for probably about two years it was kind of interesting but yeah there we go um, shower, bath, baths all day long, all day, every day. I'll sometimes take a shower first to get clean. Love a bath, love a bubble bath. Sometimes I'll put my like crystals around the tub, have some candles lit, smoke a little. Um, I have to say that weed. I smoke weed. I'm in California. I'll be smoking weed. Um, and honestly, just like space out. It's very great. Love it. My favorite holiday. I don't have one. I don't have a favorite holiday. Don't really care too much about them from I mean I guess any holiday that I get off work for boom there we go but I'm off work for all the holidays now so keep that in mind um have I ever dined and dash no and I never would for two reasons one never stole anything in my life that's a form of stealing I wouldn't steal anything I don't know I just have a personal aversion to like to like like taking shit that doesn't belong to me it causes me like too much stress and two i used to work in the restaurant industry um i worked at a restaurant i used to work at tgi fridays and yes there are like sometimes service and shit like aren't on it like things happen but i know that i wouldn't want to lose a full day's pay just because i had an off day at work <laughs> um that's you know people need that money to like live i can ne i just never do any like do that to anybody like you know with a clear conscience unless they just like came over and like a MAGA hat and was like blue lives matter what can I get for you Psh, I would order everything on the menu and leave there we go look at me being a hypocrite anyway if I could have a superpower what would I choose I feel like I've thought about this before and I would want to not only be able to like just like I'd want to be able to like not necessarily read people's minds but just automatically know the truth in every situation like just know like be like a actually like a truth like an actual lie detector be like the know the truth but not just that but I also like to have the power to make people tell the truth so like basically be like a walking like what's Wonder Woman's lasso called I'd like to be that um when is your birthday my birthday was what is it two it's two days ago my birthday was Sunday the 27th um, do I swear often? All the time. I'm actually <laughs> making awkward pauses now because I'm trying not to swear. Because um, this ain't my house. Uh, and by house, I mean the podcast. Uh, but I do swear. I swear a lot. Cursing is fun. It's therapeutic. I really, when people are like, oh my God, don't curse. Or when people try to say it's not like ladylike and it's just like, shut the fuck up. Whatever. Like, I love cussing. Cussing is amazing. It's a stress reliever. People can just, like, get out of my face. Anywho. Um, have I ever been in a play? Yes. I was in Greece when I was in middle school, and I played Jan. And that's the most Libra bitch in the whole show. Jan is such a Libra. It was great. She's such a, such a goofy bitch. I had a pink, a custom pink ladies jacket as part of my, um, like, my, like, costumes for the play. And I actually had to keep it after it was over. It was fun. Um, what do you do for exercise? <laughs> <laughs> exercise 
in this decon? No, I'm just kidding. Who is she? Um, I don't know. My favorite form of exercise. I like to rub my mouth. Boom. There we go. Do I have any pet peeves? Yes. <laughs> Wet mouth sounds. I do not like it from humans, from dogs, whatever. I don't like wet mouth sounds. Um, I cannot get into to mukbang. Can't do it. Can't listen to people chew. I listen to a lot of podcasts and I have podcasts that I'm like ride or die for. But if someone drinks like too close to the mic and I can hear them swallow, can't stand it. I have a friend <laughs> who knows that like how I feel about this and will sometimes just take huge gulps of water while I'm on the phone with him. And he's just aware of like, what just, just be fuck with me. Because again, men ain't shit. <laughs> but yeah, don't like that. Um, and I guess a more serious one is, not even serious, but like, I don't like when people can't be objective. Like when they just refuse to be objective. I'm a, I try to be objective and fair. I'm a Libra, all that shit. I can understand how some people don't like it when it's not your it's not in your nature to automatically want to choose a side but i can do that and i will do that when the situation calls for it i don't like it though when some people like when people just feel like they always have to like pick an extreme go to like it doesn't you don't always have to do that look at this coming from me a libra huh? like you just sometimes you just need to be like objective like just like there there's what is the word i'm looking for there's validity in in the ability to be objective about things like you don't always have to be considering all sides of things but sometimes you really should consider multiple sides like i just don't like i'm not gonna go into it but it's <sighs> ow if you watch real housewives of potomac you know exactly what i'm getting at people are not being very objective about this monique and candace situation i'm not gonna get into it i'm just gonna say hashtag team candace next do i like ice in my drinks of course i do who is out here drinking room temperature beverages? Uh, I'm an ice snob. Um, I'm an ice head, if you will. And real ice heads, no crushed ice is number one. I actually have an ice making machine. Because I don't have an ice maker on my fridge. But I do have like a countertop ice making machine. And it's literally one of the best things I've ever like brought into this apartment. Including myself and my dog. It's amazing. It's great. I always have ice on demand, ice on deck iced out dripping it's amazing i feel like i'm in a rick ross song at all times anywho um is rick ross and is that like an old reference now is he still relevant I told you i'm an old millennial um have I ever been stopped by the police i have she said that i ran a red light let's hope my friend pick up some things from her ex's place this was in new york in a rental she said i ran a red light i did not run the red light and then she took my lights and i like because i'm real smart this was in this is probably in 2013 i think so this is in 2013 and 2014 so like before before everybody got super woke let's be honest before it almost became like like a thing that like hey pull out your phone at all times and I, because I just knew the cops ain't shit. So I pulled out my phone when she pulled me over because I couldn't understand why I was being pulled over. So I was recording the conversation and she was like, yeah, I pulled you over because you ran a red light. And I was like, I didn't run a red light. And I was like, what? Like, no, I didn't. And she's like, yes, she did. And she was being such a bitch about it. And she's like, give me your license and registration. I'm like, okay. So I gave it to her knowing fully well I have a clean driving record. Like, I'm a very safe driver. My shit was clean. So I think she probably saw that. Um, 
She also saw my driver's license said that I was, is, I still have my Mississippi driver's license, which is from where I'm from uh, originally. Obviously, she didn't know when I moved here. You're supposed to change your stuff within 30 days. I ain't do that. Who gives a shit? It's dumb. So, um, <laughs> so she like ran it. So she probably like, oh, this person's from like out of town and like got a clean driving record, like not worth the hassle basically. So then she comes back to the car. She still gave me a ticket. She comes back to the car and she's like, well, it looks like you have a clean driving record. She was like, you know, so I'm gonna, no, she said, it looks like your license is clean is basically what she said. She's like, so I'm gonna write you a ticket for failure to yield to a pedestrian because it's a cheaper ticket because I'm not stupid. I was like, wait, but I thought you said I ran a red light. And she's like, yeah, but the fine for that is higher than failure to yield to a pedestrian. I was like, so you pulled me over for running a red light, but you're gonna write me a ticket for this. Mind you, I'm recording all this. She said, yes, and I was like, all right, cool. Bibbidi bop bop bop. She gave me the ticket. I left like middle finger in the air inside the car. Cause who's trying to get shot in a rental inside the car? And I was like, man, fuck her. And my friend was like, wait, what? Like in the passenger seat witnessing all this, like, wait, what? So I was like, I'm not gonna pay this. Of course I'm gonna fight it. I'm a Libra. Who you think this is? So I go to the courthouse. I had to take a day off of work for this. I go to the courthouse. I have to sit there and listen to all this like dumb stuff. She actually showed up. Like I was like, ugh. She showed up, um, like, I guess they know if you're gonna, like, fight the ticket or not, so she showed up, and, like, they finally call us up, and, like, the judge reads off the charges, and he asks her, like, you know, I guess, like, do you swear that, like, these are the charges, blah, blah, basically, like, you swear this will happen, ho? Like, you know, this will happen? And she was like, yes, and so he turned to me to, like, basically get my version of events, and so I just pulled out my phone and started playing the recording of the of the stop and how basically she said she pulled me over for one thing and wrote me a ticket for something different and I was like and honestly I was like and I didn't run the red light either I was like because if I did run a red light she would have like why would you not write me a ticket for that I was like but I didn't run a red light I was like I didn't do that I was like I wouldn't do that especially not in a rental and the judge I guess he must have just been over her shit and he was like he looked at her and he was like really he threw it out and he looked at her and he, he told her don't that ass told her like don't ever do this shit again and I was able to leave um, I feel like it's probably not as exciting as I'm just like so hype at the justice. Like I got a justice boner for it cause she thought, Ooh, she thought what she did was thought and it didn't go down that way. Next question. Um, have you ever cut your own hair? Come on here all the time. Um, I haven't had anybody else actually cut my hair since I was in high school. Um, my, my mom used to take me to Miss Alma and get my hair cut, but yeah, I cut my own hair one because I'm. I'm cheap. I don't like spending money on things that I can do myself. And B, if I'm going to get, like, if I'm going to have a messed up haircut, then I might as well have done it myself. Like, might as well be mad at myself and still have money in my pocket. Um, and I actually cut my hair not too long ago. I grown my hair out, and it was, like, a little bit past my shoulders. And then in April, I just decided to, like, cut off a lot of the ends because it was, like, kind of heat damaged. And then in May, I was like, mm, fuck it. So I just actually buzzed my head. So I was bald. It's now grown back and I bleached it like icy blonde. Um, but it's like grown back. I got, I got like a, I got probably got like a, almost two inches on my head now. It goes, grows pretty fast. Got my little blonde curly fro. Feeling great. Um, but yes, I do cut my own hair. Um, let's see. If I had to become an animal, what would I choose? Um, my favorite animal is an elephant. Actually, I have a tattoo of an elephant on me. I don't think I would want to be an elephant, though, because people be out here, you know, just for, for like, ivory, for tusks, for game, just shooting elephants, and they don't run that fast. Um, 
if I was going to be an animal, I'd probably, I'd want to be a bird. You know why? So I could fly far, far, far away from this country. Next, do I have nice handwriting? I used to not have, oh, they're coming for me because I'm still recording. This is just so unprofessional. Wow. What a metaphor for this country. Just trying to live and put art out into the world, you know? Just trying to live and like, you know, and and, and speak my truth. And it's just crises, crises all around. Just kidding. Um, I used to have really bad handwriting and I didn't like the way it looked actually. <laughs> so, oh, years and years ago, I actually spent one summer and I was like, I'm gonna improve my handwriting and that's exactly what I did. I got a bunch of notebooks. I'm, I'm a notebook and pen snob. So I got a bunch of notebooks and like, well, actually I don't think I was a pen snob before then. I think it was because of that, I became a pen snob and I learned not all pens write the same and they actually do affect my handwriting. Um, and I just like practice. I wouldn't say I have like gorgeous handwriting now. People have complimented it. It's legible, it's nice, it's uniform. Um, I don't need lines to write straight anymore. I can write on a piece of unlined paper and it's straight-ish. So yeah, I think I have nice handwriting. Um, what is my favorite month? September, obviously, because it is my birthday um, month. And it's also the, <laughs> it's also the month that it becomes fall. And I just love fall so much. I love fall. Fall is great. Great is fall. Um, yeah, September. Do I have any nicknames from my friends? No, my name is Heidi. It's short. It's five letters long. Don't know how you would shorten that anymore. You actually can't shorten it anymore. Someone called me Hides in college. It's not a shortened version of my name. They just replaced the last letter with another letter. Yep. Um, but my family does. I have nicknames. Like the main is like my mom calls me May. Like like my immediate family calls me May, or they call me Re. Um, they definitely call me Re, or they'll call me Heidi Re. Long story. But yeah, May, Re, or Heidi Re, my family calls me. Um, am I, f are your friend, wait, no. I can't read. Are you friends with more men or women? Uh, I'm, I have way more female, let me not say female friends. That's problematic. I have way more uh, women as friends than men. Um, I mean, it's just like, hello, you, 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 you are drawn to people like that are like you women understand your struggle asterisk some women understand your struggle um this might be a problematic take but i do have a strongly held opinions about women who not that they just have more male like more friends who are men than friends who are women um but it's just like women who take pride and being like, yeah, I got, I have like way more like men. They actually tend to say male friends than female friends, which boom, there you go. That in itself is telling. Um, I don't know. It's just something about like, it's like, oh no, it's not that it, like women don't want to be friends with you because they're jealous of you. It's just probably because like you exhausting. Like you know, don't nobody want to be around you. Um, they don't want to be around you. No, but like, I don't know. I just, I have this like weird, like it's my own thing and I'm pretty sure I'm gonna have to get like over it. Like that I do get a little judgmental of women who are boastful about the fact they hang out with more win more men than women. It's just like, girl, why? Why? Dick is abundant and of low value. That is nothing to brag about. That is no Imagine bragging about hanging out with men. Imagine that in 2020. 
Whew. Um, next, if I won the lottery, what would I buy? <laughs> I have a lottery list. I've had a lottery list for probably 15 years. I've had a lottery list for a long time. Actually, no, longer than that, even before I graduated high school, I think I had this lottery list, and it was just all the things I would buy if I ever won the lottery. Um, most of it would actually just be like giving money to like charities and things like that. Like, it would literally be a lot of be like donating, like doing like things for like people that I love, like making sure they never have to worry about like money, things like that anymore. Um, and then honestly, I would just be traveling a lot and I would buy like real dumb things that are like extravagant, but not, you wouldn't necessarily have to be a lottery winner to buy these things. Like, like not even like, like a attainable extravagant. Like, so I'd buy something like, like a, a pair of like thigh high bedazzled cowboy boots that, <laughs> you know, they're like. $1,500 like not even that like not even that much like I, I wouldn't like it wouldn't be crazy stuff I don't care about like super expensive like luxury cars. I would obviously buy like real estate or buy a home or a, You know a couple homes like everybody I know that ain't got homes that I love my family everybody gonna be homed up um, You know things like that like wouldn't it literally would be mostly spent on traveling literally but like I would travel like at the height of luxury like so I that's what I would splurge on it would be like spending money on like oh this flight is $25,000 because I'm staying in this like ridiculous yes I'm gonna take that flight oh this hotel suite is 12 grand a night I'm staying for two weeks that's what I would spend it on like after I did all the other like you know stuff um and then the biggest thing I would do my my dream like I want to be successful and have money so I can open my own dog rescue Love dogs. Open my own dog rescue. Don't steal the name. I'm gonna call it Struggle Pups. It's gonna be a dog rescue specifically for older slash special needs dog. I have a special needs dog. He's not that old. He'll be ten uh, in six months because his birthday is my birthday, and my birthday is his birthday, and vice versa. Um, he'll be ten in March. Um. I, I don't know, I just have like a special place in my heart for like, I just have to hear his story and like a lot of people really can't handle like the work of a special needs dog. I fostered another like, I've actually fostered like a couple special needs dogs. Um, I would do a rescue for them. They tend to, it tends to take them longer to be adopted. Um, they a lot of times tend to be brought back. And honestly, they <laughs> like for most of them, like they, they some of them do want to like be like, oh, like dogs, but a lot of them, they, they just, they don't. Like, you can't force him into that. Like, oh, just be like every other dog. Brooklyn is not like a dog's dog. Like, he don't even really like other dogs like that. He literally is just like, he's an old human man. That's, he doesn't know that he's a dog. Like, so he not out here doing things like playing with dog toys. I wasted so much money trying to buy him dog toys. He was like, excuse me, what? He's like, I need one thing to chew on. Also, give me a jar of peanut butter every once in a while. That's it. Um, But yeah, I would start my struggle pups, like, rescue. That would be the, the like big big thing that I would do outside of my traveling and such and part of my traveling would likely be to rescue struggle pups from around the globe um around the country and the globe what is my favorite dessert oh wow now I'm looking at I'm at like I'm at like the supposed to be 20 questions it's 21 I have to start here because the lab the one after this is real deep but like what is my favorite dessert it's just anything chocolate really I like chocolate mousse I like Nope, I'm lying. I am, I'm not lying. I do love chocolate, but I like chocolate, like, 
more like treats, candy, things like that. I do love like a chocolate mousse, but my favorite, I wouldn't choose chocolate mousse over this. Favorite dessert, hands down, key lime pie. Key lime pie, 24 hours a day. A good old key lime pie where they actually zested some of that like key lime, you know, zest in there. Key lime pie, key lime pie. If it's one of those things, if it's on a menu, I'm ordering it. Same thing with if I go somewhere and they have mussels on the menu. Quirky thing about me, if I see mussels on the menu, I will always get the mussels. <laughs> one of my weird life goals is to taste the mussels at like every restaurant I go to so that I can recommend if like it ever comes up and it's like, oh my God, you know, I've had the, someone's like, oh, you know, want to have some mussels because you know, people crave mussels as they do. And I'd be like, oh my God, I had the most amazing mussels that, yeah, I want to be able to have bomb mussel um, recommendations. So I get the mussels on every menu that they're on and I get key lime pie on every menu that it's on because I love key lime pie. It's my favorite dessert. Last question, hella deep. And then, I don't know, I guess it might just end like this. I'm not sure. But it's, what do you fear? That's wild. But uh, the thing that I fear more than anything else in this world is being average or unextraordinary in any way. Probably, again, most Libra thing in the world. I just want to be special. I just, you know, like, <laughs> 99 people can think I'm not special as long as I want special. Shout out to Gaga, who's not a Libra. Um, but yeah, I just, I just have a fear of being, like, average unexceptional um like very just ordinary like a, yeah it's like a like a fear I have like a fear of like not having like I don't know I wouldn't say like leave a mark because like most people don't leave a, like leave any significant mark but just you know I want to feel like I am you know extraordinary in some way shape or form um, at some point in my life, multiple points in my life, ideally. But yeah, just biggest fear is, yeah, being being absolutely regular. I think that's it. 